Welcome to the Commission Queen podcast. Commission Queen is for women real estate agents that are craving success and want to do things differently. We talk all things manifesting, money, and of course, real estate. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and just like you, I'm a real estate agent. I went from struggling to get clients to making over six figures consistently while working 15 hours or less each week. And now I coach women like you on how to do the same. Listen for real life examples and tips in every episode on how to massively increase your income and find your freedom with ease. You're here because you're ready to change your life, your business, and your financial status. So let's do it. Hello, hello, queens. Welcome back to another episode of the Commission Queen Manifesting in Real Estate podcast. There are so many new people here. I am so excited. So many of you found me at the Realtor Summit, which is amazing. And I am so grateful for all of you that have joined and listened and said how much you love the podcast and the presentation, everything. Oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun and excited that you are in my world. Today, I want to talk about attracting your ideal clients. But before we even talk about attracting your ideal clients, we have to talk about choosing your ideal clients. How do you do that? If you've been in my world for a while, you are no stranger to this because I talk about this all the time. I am such a huge believer in choosing who your ideal clients are and working with only those ideal clients. It becomes a win for both you and for the client. The one thing that really burns us out in real estate, in last episode, I talked about the boundaries that we need to create and putting those in place. One of the things is making sure that you're working with those ideal clients that will support and um, respect those boundaries that you have. Because if you're working with clients that you don't enjoy, and it's just like a constant headache, that is going to be so quickly leading you to burnout. And just not even that, but like, how enjoyable of a life is that? How enjoyable of a career is it if you're working with clients that you don't enjoy at all? So I love the idea of just working with your ideal clients. It's something that I switched years ago after having so many clients that I absolutely was burned out from. Like having sleepless nights and constantly worrying about them texting and calling me and spending endless hours to try to please them and they were never happy. You know, you know those clients. So I finally decided I'm not going to do this anymore. Like I'm not going to work with these people. I am going to only work with my ideal clients. And I started to create a list. I created a list of what I love in a client and what I would not tolerate in a client. So what are the things that you love? Write out what things did you absolutely love about your last couple of deals that you had a great time with. Get as in-depth as possible in this of like the different types of character traits. As much as saying like, if something goes wrong, this client is calm and understanding. Like having all of those details so that whenever anything arises, you know they are going to still love you and enjoy their experience with you because things will still happen in real estate. We can't all have super 100% smooth transactions. Now, when you're working with ideal clients, it's so much easier to have those really easy transactions. But also if something goes wrong on the other side or with the lender, whatever it is, that 
you know that your client is not going to blow up at you. They are going to be understanding. They are going to um, be chill about it or even just how they make decisions. So I love to say that my ideal clients are decisive, meaning it doesn't take them three different times to go look at a house before they choose one. My clients see two houses and they put an offer, a winning offer on one, right? Having that level of standard for your ideal clients. And then writing out what you will not tolerate in a client. I will not tolerate a client being rude to me or not communicating with me or disrespecting me or my boundaries. These types of things, you can say, I'm drawing a line in the sand and I will not tolerate this from a client. Now, when you're working with your ideal clients, how amazing is that life? That is amazing. Imagine waking up every day absolutely loving your clients because we have an awesome job. Like real estate is so fun. It's such an awesome job. And what makes it difficult um, other than like other sides of the transaction sometimes is if we're working with clients that are really, really difficult. So if you're taking that away, if you're eliminating that, it's so enjoyable. It's so fun. And we seriously do have the dream job. So write out this list. One side is going to be completely all of the things that you want in a client or that is your ideal client, what makes up your ideal client. And then on the other page, writing out your non-negotiables, things you will not tolerate in clients, and then commit to only working with those types of clients. But here is something that happens, and I want to warn you about this and tell you not to be afraid. Okay, here's what happens. You commit to this. You commit to having only those ideal clients. And sometimes what happens if you're already working with clients that aren't aligned in that ideal client realm, they will fall off. They will fire you. They, I mean, like something will happen. They'll decide not to buy. They'll decide not to sell. And there may be a little bit of, we'll call it interesting movement in your business. And at first you might be like, what the heck? this did not work. What is happening? Like, why is my business falling apart? And realize those clients were probably not your ideal clients. This happens. I mean, you become a rapid manifester. And what happens here is you're just repelling those non-ideal clients. Like if they're falling away, it means you're super freaking good at creating those energetic boundaries of saying those clients no longer serve me and I no longer am going to accept them into my world. My coaching clients come to me with this all of the time after we do this exercise and I'm like, yes, like this is exactly what is supposed to be happening. So I'm asking them, tell me a little bit about those clients. And usually they're like, well, I've been working with them for over a year. I've already showed them 80 homes, you know, all of these crazy things that you have put a lot of time into these clients very often. And I'm just like, amazing, because they were wasting your time. All of your time was being taken up with those clients. And now we are just making space for you to have those ideal clients come in. We're creating the energy, the space, and the attraction for those new ideal clients to come into your life. When you commit to working with only your ideal clients, and you may go through this time period where there is a sort of lull, like a questioning, a testing time period, but it is so worth it. Stay the course, stay 
committed to working with only your ideal clients and it is so going to pay off for you beyond because think about it if you're working with your ideal clients you're having all of that great energy and so we know that energy that attraction piece is the energy the frequency so you're attracting more of those ideal clients when you're in the energy of great ideal clients like you love working with ideal clients there's no resistance there of wanting more clients because you love your clients. So of course you want more clients and you are open to more closings and there's just no resistance there. You can easily and attract more clients and more closings and more money. So there's that, but also think of how much your ideal clients are going to appreciate working with you. If they are your ideal client, you are their ideal agent. Like they are going to love working with you And when they love working with you, they are more likely to work with you again and also to refer you. We all know referrals are the holy grail of real estate leads because referrals are like nine times out of 10 going to work with you versus any type of other cold lead. Referrals already know, like, and trust you based off of what their friends or family have said. And so they are going to work with you. That's the whole attraction piece, becoming a magnet to your ideal clients. You have chosen what that looks like to you. You've chosen the clients that you're choosing to work with, those ideal clients, what that means to you and where your non-negotiables are with clients and saying no to those that don't serve you. So you're in that energy of attracting more ideal clients and in turn, you're getting those referrals. You're getting more more and more clients that are fitting into that criteria. You are open and excited to receive more clients and therefore you will attract those clients. Okay, so what happens if a client or a lead comes to you and you can tell they are not your ideal clients? What happens then? I respectfully find them an agent that they that would work with them and that they maybe are a better fit and just refer them out. You can still get a referral fee if you want. Have people in your network or in your office that you know that you can refer these clients or leads out to. So just letting them know, you know, at this time, my schedule is full or whatever you want to say at this time, I don't think that I can best serve you, but I have somebody that would do a great job and connect them. Just be super respectful about it. Know that you have that boundary for yourself that you only work with these ideal clients. The first time I did this, you guys, I felt like such a badass because not it's not even that I had so many clients in my pipeline. It's just that I really had that hard boundary of knowing that this client is only going to make my life more difficult at this time. And so I am not available for that. And I referred them to another agent and the agent was super excited and super happy. And they still had a good experience with that other agent. I got a referral fee. It is just an all around win situation if you ask me. That shift in energy is everything. Shifting the energy from desperation saying, I will work with absolutely anybody that's looking to buy or sell a home because I need clients, even when 
they are disrespectful to you, or maybe you know they're not very decisive, or whatever it is. And switching to being so confident in your ability, being confident in yourself, and having that feeling of worthiness to say no. If it doesn't serve you, if it doesn't align with you, to say, I have made a commitment to work with only my ideal clients, and this is not one of them. And that's okay. That's one of the best parts about real estate. Now, how do you make sure that a lead that comes to you is in fact not an ideal client? How do you make sure that it's time to let them go and refer them to someone else? When they come in as a lead, right away, have them do a buyer's consultation or listing consultation, whichever side they're on, and schedule that with them and really prepare them for everything. Educate them on the process and get really clear on what their goals are, what their motivation is, and see how all of that plays out in that conversation. Make sure that you are doing your job in preparing them, making sure that they have correct expectations of what's going to happen for the market and for sellers or buyers or whichever side they're on. See how agreeable they are to those things and see how much that they understand. Make sure that they are understanding everything because a huge part of like those non-ideal client qualities is when they're not understanding, whether it be the buyer or the seller, and they just weren't properly prepared by the agent up front. So they end up being a nightmare afterwards. So really do your job in preparing them up front because that is going to eliminate so much headache on both sides of the clients and yours. Now, if you've already done that and they still seem to be a complete headache, um, or maybe they're just like totally rude to you, that is when you know this is probably not an ideal client. Now, do what you can to make sure that it's not. If there are certain things like it just seems that they are not understanding, go back and re-educate them. And if it's still not working, then refer them out. Now, if they refuse to do any type of consultation with you or anything like that, I'd say let them go. Like, If they aren't willing to meet with you, if they aren't willing to sign a contract of any sort, those types of things to me are red flags and might as well just let them go. If you want to refer them to another agent, you can still do that. But if they are not agreeing to meet with you, that is a huge red flag of this is not an ideal client. If the lead is far out from making a decision about a move or needing to move, then I would say, you know, put them on your follow-up list, but if they are like, I do not want to meet, I do not want to sign anything, but I do want to see some homes or I do want you to send me a lot of this information, I will leave that up to your discretion. For me, I don't do anything like that up front unless they are willing to meet with me and have a full consultation because I know that once we start doing any type of showings or start doing any type of information like that, they just want to run with it and they don't want to actually go to the office, sit down and have that consultation. So if you've already started showings with them, they 
are just going on their way with the showings and have no idea about the process, have no idea about offering, and you're just trying to educate them each time you're seeing them or each time you're texting them, it's so less effective than having a full-on buyer's consultation where you're sitting them down. Maybe you have some graphics that you go through to help educate them on the process, get really clear on what they need versus having them like just drag you around all the different things that they're looking for. And you get really clear on what it's like to work with you as well. So they understand fully in the process. Basically what I'm saying is a lot of agents confuse their their clients right now with non-ideal clients because of a lack of preparation on the front end. So you may have ideal clients. It's just that they weren't properly educated up front. So they're not prepared. And it's just like all over the place because they're confused and they are leading you. You know, I'm sure it's super good intentions. Like maybe a client asked you, Hey, you know, we're not really sure on when we're going to move, but we would like to see this home. And so with great intentions, you say, yes, I will go out and show this because you just want to build rapport with them first. But then what happens is they're like, okay, well, we want to see this house and this house. And all of a sudden, like you're in the home buying process with them, you're doing the showings and you never sat down with them and went through what the actual process is like, what to expect, how to offer, all of those things. So you end up with a client that's confused, but leading you instead of you leading them. And they may seem like a non-ideal client. So that's why it's important to do your job and prepare them up front so that they can be an ideal client for you. You have the ability to choose, create, and attract your ideal client. You just do. Choose what you want in an ideal client. Remember that you can create your ideal client through making sure that they are prepared and understanding of the process and then attract them with the great energy that you'll get through receiving those ideal clients, continuing to be committed to work with only your ideal clients. Show up every day as the ideal client magnet that you are and stay in those great vibes. And of course, it doesn't mean that you only have to have those good vibes, but definitely having that frequency of your standard is ideal clients. You know that you only work with ideal clients and that you have boundaries that you will not tolerate certain things in clients that you are happily going to refer them to other agents. It's staying out of those desperation vibes, out of the lack mindset. There are so many clients, so many ideal clients that are ready to work with you, wanting to work with you because that means you are their ideal agent. I actually did a course on this like a couple of years ago called Becoming an Ideal Client Magnet. It covers all of this super, super in depth and I love it. It's honestly one of my favorite courses. I think it's so helpful in honing in on becoming that ideal client magnet and it's inside of the manifesting in real estate bundle. So I'm going to link that here. And if you screenshot this episode, let me know that you're listening. I will send you a code for $22 off of that whole bundle. So you get a bunch of other things in the manifesting in real estate bundle. I think it's a great place to start. So 
I will put that in the show notes and send me that screenshot at Commission Queen. Let me know that you're listening. I am so grateful for you all. Again, super excited for all of my new listeners. Let me know that you're listening and I will catch you in the next episode. Gratitude and Abundance Queens. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you loved this episode, hit the subscribe button and share a review. I so appreciate every one of you. If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me at Commission Queen and go to commissionqueen.com to browse products and get more free content.